Hope you're all having a wonderful, uh, what is it, uh, Friday. It's the end of the week. Doesn't feel like the end of the week, but it's the end of the week. Ajay Salveson, Cody Olton running the board. Eric France will be joining us shortly. Uh, Gil Mortgage text line is open, 435-339-0321. Again, 435-339-0321. Here on the Gil Mortgage text line. I guess we'll get a mic that works. <laughs> I guess. Through today, uh, playoff games last night, playoff games tomorrow, including the Utah Jazz. We have some fans, fan incidents. We'll get through that as well. Um, would love to hear from you uh, to uh, discuss the whole fan situation. 435-339-0321 to, to uh, text into a Gil Mortgage text line again. 435-339-0321. Uh, hey, if we're off air, will you text us? <laughs> Sorry. I don't think we're on air. 435-339-0321. We'll find out if we're on air or not. If someone will text us and let us know. Cody might have... I might have go goofed. Yeah, Cody might have had an issue here. <laughs> uh, part of me tells me we're not on air right now. Oh, yep, we're on air. 9463. Thank you. Sorry. That is Cody's fault. <laughs> Eric's mic's not working. I we, don't know why. We heard you cussing, RJ. Sounds about right. Day it's been. Sounds about right. Um, sorry, I'm going blank here. A lot to get through again. Utah Jazz basketball. They played Memphis tomorrow in Memphis. Uh, scale of 1 to 10. Yeah. How worried, listeners, how worried are you about tomorrow night's game? Scale of 1 to 10. 10 being extremely confident we're going to win. 1 being like we are screwed. 435-339-0321. Again, 435-339-0321. Um, you, you are on smile. <laughs> You're on county camera. Uh, scale of 1 to 10. How worried are you about the Jazz tomorrow night versus Memphis in game 3? Uh, game two goes to the Jazz. They had to sweat it out. They had a they had a big lead, twenty something points. It gets trimmed to like five or six or whatever. They have to push it back out again. So how I, I I'm worried for the Jazz based on the fact um, that well two things uh, one just physicality energy for that Memphis is bringing to the to the house every time two. I'm also worried about just the uh, um, the health of Donovan Mitchell. He he went down. I can't remember late in the fourth quarter. Um, just how healthy he actually is. I think I got it working. Eric, speak. Hello. You got it working, dude. Genius over here. Can't freaking push the right buttons. <laughs> so we're having to sweat it out over here to see if we're actually on air. Welcome to the show, Eric. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to H-E-L-L Double Hockey Sticks. Uh, That's seven, a lot of L's. Yeah. Okay, so 7966, text into our show. Again, if you want to text in, 435-339-0. What are you doing to me? Three, zero 09. What is that? Where's my number? 0321. <laughs> you are all kind of discombobulated today. Sorry I'm late. Uh, 435-339-0321. Okay, uh, let's see. 79. Actually, we'll get to 9463 and then 7966. Don't leave. I got you. We'll get to your text here in just a bit. 
Uh, he says, I'm about as worried about the Jazz game as Ozzy was when he bungee jumped off the building in a bear suit today. Dude, that was terrifying. You bungeed in a bear suit? Yeah, dude. And so, like, here's the Does thing. Does somebody have video evidence of this? Yeah. We, yeah. We put it on video. It's on social media. Oh, I'll have to check so, social media. So, the, the bear suit is extremely tight. So, my giblets are just crunched. Then they put the harness on me. And then it doesn't even feel like I have any giblets left. And then I jump off and it, like, it just, it doesn't look comfortable at all. The way I land, it doesn't look good. But still come out to the park. Love to see you. I'll have to see this video. We need to put you in a better suit. Uh, yeah, that's a good text, 9463. 9315, not worried unless RJ speaks something into existence. That's your fault, Eric. And That's your uh, superpower. 4781. Am I the only one who thought that Schroeder hit Booker in the nuts before he got shoved for that flagrant foul? Bunch of baloney. Actually, I think... Booker got hit, or yeah, I think Booker got hit. That's what I thought. I thought he got hit too. Now here's the other thing. I think Chris Paul turned around on a after a dunk by Davis, and then turned around and shoved Chris Paul. And Scott Foster, who's the most, I mean, he's about as worse as Tim Donne, like watches it. He's like, oh, well, sucks to be you. Let's play on, <laughs> dude. He has an agenda. He has favorite teams. Didn't somebody share this or? or um... I gotta go see if I can find it again. But somebody tweeted out how what Chris Paul's record in playoff games is with this guy as a ref, and it's bad, like really, really bad. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Seven nine six six says I have to call out AJ for something that he said on Wednesday's show. When talking about attendance at Maverick Stadium during the 2018 football season, he gave the example of a game against San Jose State, stating that the attendance for that game was 12,863 out of a 19,000 seat stadium. thought that was right. Maybe I was wrong. Both numbers sounded way too low, and I had to look it up. The capacity at Maverick Stadium is actually 25,100, and attendance for that game was 19,017. Not a sellout, but not as nearly bad as he made it seem. I think if you if Coach Anderson is able to get things rolling, the attendance will be near capacity. For almost every home game. Go Aggies. Go Aggies. Well, first of all, thank you for correcting me. Aggies. Aggies. I love my Aggies. Go Aggies. Go Aggies. AJ. Dude, I just can't do with him today. What? I didn't do anything. It's going to have to be you. Oh, my goodness. It's going to have to be you. Go Aggies. Go Aggies. I should have changed my uh, the end of my commercial for the Ryan Oda basketball no, game. No, don't. Go Aggies. Go Aggies. You should have, you should have Cody do it, though. Go Aggies. Go Aggies. I love my Aggies. Uh, Go play some basketball. Okay, guys. Go Aggies. Can we do a show? You guys are so... I'm on the... I'm the wait, you know this is going to be a bad show when I'm the adult in the room today. Okay? <laughs> you know it's going to be a really bad That's, show. That's... Uh... It's not a good sign. Uh, 7966, thank you for the correction. I greatly appreciate it. Um, so maybe it was, I mean, okay, so 6,000 less than the uh, capacity. Not as bad. 19,000 showed up out of a 25,000-seat stadium. Sounds a little bit better, doesn't That's it? That's better. Yeah. Still not where we really want it, though, right? No, not for a 10-1 and football team. What were they ranked at that time, too? They were, they were up there, weren't they? To 16th, wasn't it? Or 15th? They were close. I think they were 15th. Uh, CP3, this is going to 9463. CP3 is 0-11 in Scott Foster games. I would absolutely believe it. Oh, that's, that's, that's what, it, that's it, what is. it is? Okay. 
Yeah, it was it was shocking. Dude, Chris Paul's 0-11. Okay, so did you know I can actually say this now because Craig Smith is gone. Craig Smith was 1-12 with two certain refs refing his games. 1-12. And he got that one win this past season against Wyoming? No, Colorado State. They lost 1-1-1. He was like, there was two refs, and he told us, uh, there was before, it was before game uh, one of Colorado State, he says, you know what? I haven't won a game with these guys refing. There's two refs that have not let me win a game when they're refing. And I've told them that. I said, you know what? I haven't won a game when you're here. And they're like, well, don't know what to tell you, you know, and whatever. And Craig's just upset. And he's like, I'm just saying, I can't win a game when you guys are here refing these games. They got that one win. And I was like, hey, coach. You broke the losing streak. And he goes, if they come back again, though. He's <laughs> <laughs> one of the best things ever. Uh, 2787, Aja, you're all over the place today. You sound disturbed like you had a colonoscopy or something. Act alive, my friend. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. You're good, Aja. Good. Did good. you have a colonoscopy? Dude, I feel like I did with that freaking harness up. Yeah. I had a wedgie. Really bad one. Could have cleaned a few things out. Oh, man. Afterwards. Dude, you got to watch the video. messed up that's good stuff <laughs> i have a feeling i'm gonna be using those crickets a lot in here for some reason dude today you might be <laughs> one one eight one text into the show chris paul said at a press conference after the game that he lost 11 games in a row and foster is a ref he didn't say foster's name <laughs> that's kind of funny actually i shouldn't laugh but when you're own 11 with that guy on the court you know something's up can you imagine like Hey, it's game seven in the uh, first round. We're playing the Lakers. Oh, Scott Foster's here. Well, we're going to lose, guys. Well, that was fun. Fun well lasted. Uh, password is 082015. I don't know if the three of us can be on at the same is time. Is that for your banking yeah, you information? <laughs> oh, you can already got it. Social no, number. Good. We'll find out. <laughs> uh, Dude, this is going to be a messed up show today. Like, I'm not even there mentally. Oh, man. Hey, what What if we help set things straight? Yeah. Okay, let's okay. reset for a second here. Uh, I lost pick six last week. I lost to both of you. So I had the opportunity to go hang out at the Choctaw Casino in the middle of nowhere in Durant, Oklahoma. Okay. That's where I was earlier this week. Got a bad feeling about a little this. broadcaster's convention. Um, and came away with a lot of goodies, a lot of swag. And so I thought I'd bring some of it home for you guys. So uh, you I got a lot of nerds. I got each of you a pen. Oh, we got a pen. Ah, oh, a pen. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, cool. Did okay. you steal these from the front desk? Uh, no, these these were courtesy. I got you these little. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the worst. A, it's, a, it's a little keychain so light. I know. When he bad. does that, yeah. it is the worst. Oh wow. Wrapped Wait, in cellophane. What does this do? It's a light. It's a little light that doesn't work. <laughs> Does it work? Yeah, uh, you'll have to flat. figure out how to make it work. Battery's so. not included, I, I guess. I'm not sure. You may need to change the battery. I don't know. <laughs> uh, and then I got these, and I'll let you decide who wants what. But one is like a, 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 a keychain that looks like it could also be a bottle opener. Oh. It says Choctaw Con Conference Center on it. And then the other one is um, this thing looks like a, a, a pen or a, a <laughs> large marker. But it's actually, when you open it up, 
It's got this little spray thing on here. Okay. It, it's hand sanitizer, not mouth wash or mouth refresher, as uh, my dad found out, unfortunately. What? Uh, he Is tried. He, dead? he thought, oh, what's this? Squirt, squirt. Oh, that's disgusting. It's hand sanitizer. Oh, my gosh. Wow. He thought it was one of those life. little uh, spritzer things you put yeah. in your mouth. Yeah, I used to use no. them all the time. Yeah. And then I graduated from third grade. Yeah. So who who wants the hand sanitizer uh, spray and who wants the cool keychain? I'll, I'll, I don't know. I'll no, give well, intern Cody well, the first since I, since What? I won first place. He took second. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, like, I have to get some compensation. Right. I mean, this is this is how we pay give intern Cody. Give the turn opener. He's got a lot of yeah, champagne to drink. A, See, we're wanna... messing with my daughter with it, too, thinking if you hold it just right, the it's way like things are here, it's brass like knuckles? brass knuckles almost. Oh, yeah. my fingers probably aren't that small, but yeah. Or if like, you have a phobia about, like, touching buttons on a uh, oh, okay. elevator, you could use that to... What? Wow. Or if you need like, brass a, knuckles to knock out somebody, just here, use that. Here, Audrey, just open your mouth and let's, the let's best, just see how this tastes. Here. <laughs> this is the best pick six gift ever. Can I taste it? Oh, and that's not enough because uh, oh. the wife said, come on, you got to do better than that. So, what? actually, I got you some cookies. Oh, Okay, what did, wait, did, wait, did your wife make them or did you? Uh, the missus made these. Okay, well, we're safe. good then. They're we're safe. good. Dude, nice. if it was Eric, I would have told you not to eat them, dude. But mystery cookies. Okay. If I made them, they may or may not help with that colonoscopy. <laughs> pre- oh, at least prep for okay. a colonoscopy. So you have to log out of my Twitter account on there, but then you'll have to go watch the video um, of me jumping off in a bear suit. Dude, that thing gave me a colonoscopy. Uh, what is that word? Colonoscopy? Dude, that thing gave me a colonoscopy that's going to last a lifetime. That you'll never have to get another one ever again. Uh, nine three one five. Text into the Gilmore's text line four three five three three nine zero three two one. Ajay always says he loves the listeners. Then dogs all over them like dope with their text. Like dope, like dope, dude. I what? am dope. And dogs all over them like dope with their text. You know, as an official translator, I don't feel like I can even get that one. Okay, well, so I dog over them like. Okay, so he's saying I'm mean to him. I, I'm not mean to our listeners. No, you're just mean to me. Uh, yes, and and rightfully so. I I, I, think, I think it's well deserved, for two reasons. Okay, please. One, you can't get us on air. I can. Oh, we are on air. But you, I'm watching this video now, and there's like, oh, dude. Why are you wearing a helmet? Like it doesn't fit. Okay, well I have the bear suit on, dude. Satire, and it's for safety purposes. Like I like did like the helmet across. And stuff. Yeah, you're like. Checking like everything. That, and then oh, you're just dude, like, it just, <laughs> you're like upside down. It racked falling. me. Falling. Oh, man, it racked me so good. I have never wanted to. <laughs> and you're just laying there on your back. <laughs> dude, the sound effects are great, too, by the way. I just, gotta <laughs> wanna, I just wanna know how long were you in this costume today? Uh, 25 minutes. That's it? Yeah. I'm I'll- really disappointed you didn't show up here in your costume. <laughs> yeah, that's because I would have got booted out. I would have got. Kicked out. No, that's probably true. <laughs> yes, probably it true. is true. 2417 text into the show. It sounds like chicklets need to drop again. It is no wonder he is scatterbrained. Wait, sounds like chicklets need to drop again? I don't get it, Eric. What are you doing? Don't quote tweet that. Yeah, Eric, quote tweeting. Don't. For those who may not follow you, now they can find it. Oh, jeez. You're just so kind. Wait. With- with guys, a little context. Guys, I don't know what this means. Sound like his chicklets need to drop again. It is no wonder he is scatterbrained. I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's Friday. Uh, it's Friday. Wait, what is My chick- sister got engaged. 
Wait, really? Yeah. What? I heard it from word of mouth from someone else. Well, shows how good of maybe you brother I am. Yeah, you gotta be better. Maybe Maybe I need to be put in the sucky category as a producer and as a brother. Maybe you should try harder to be a better sibling. Then I'm trying. So wait, uh, she got engaged today. I guess. Hey, shout out. Good for you guys. Good for you guys. Way to go, young love. Yeah. What's, hey, what's the over-under of their marriage lasting? I, I mean, it's one of my favorite questions to do. Oh, really? So, oh, yeah. I, I actually, I, I I that's one of your favorite questions. Yeah, you are ask. probably then, wonderful then, at parties. You're a very cynical and then, person. And then you set the line. You set the line. I mean, you can go three and a half years, four and a half, five and a half. Forever? Well, I've never met the guy. So. Well, I mean, we like we all like the word forever, but I mean, in this day and age, you just never know. Right? Your standards are three and a half? Hey, Piranhas tweeted at us 14 minutes ago. We are on air. Thanks, dude. Piranhas is the best. I love Piranhas. You roasted me last time. Dude, you know what? Good. Piranhas, Why? You know what? Piranhas is the one person besides 8003-2787 and 9474 that have my back. Okay? Piranhas. And Piranhas, I apologize. I did not see your tweet yesterday. Oh, did he tweet? Oh, he did. Yeah. Sorry. I saw that later in the evening. Okay. He says, we're going to read it then. He says, the student section for Utah State has been pathetic for several years now. Sad when they have to offer the students cash prizes for showing up to the game and they still don't show. They are given lots of stuff that that the paying ticket holder does not get. Yep. You put disturbing video? (laughs) That's pretty good, dude. I I can't say no to that. That's good. Dang it, Eric. You know what, though? I I don't... I don't necessarily fault a university for giving extra incentives for its student body because if you get your students engaged and uh, invested in in the team and in the university, they're going to be longtime fans. I think it's a small price to pay to develop longtime loyalty. Or at least you hope that's what it could turn out to be. Sure. Sure. Do you... I think we talked a little bit about it yesterday. I just read that. 3426. Sounds like White Elfin gift day and the wedding gift day on 106 on the fan. <laughs> <laughs> dude, 3426. I know what to re-gift. So there you go. I love 3... Is he the one that came up with the meat robot comment? Oh, know. yeah. That was good. Dude, that one was money. That was good. Talking about Albert Pujols. Yeah. Uh, 9315 text in. Look how much student fees go to sports. Oh, holy cow. It's true. It's way too much. The, way too much. The athletic department goes into the red consistently every year, and the person that makes up for that is me. Right. Their way of solving budget deficits is to to put more of a burden on students. And they, Isn't that how we'll all assess more student are, fees. Well, the thing that I dislike about it is the fact that we're, when they decide to pass these policies in order to make those students pay more, they put them at like, like. 8.30 in the morning on a Wednesday. Nobody shows up so they can hurry and, like, pass everything. And then I don't I, – I find out about it, like, two weeks later that my student fees go up about 60 bucks. Happens every couple months. But doesn't every university do that? No. I, oh, no? Not to the degree Utah State. The institutional support from Utah State for its athletics is, is one of the highest, certainly in the Mountain West, and uh, it's – it's really out of whack. I mean, sure, we'd all love to be in a place like Texas or Tennessee where the athletics supports academics, turns over some of their money back to the university. That doesn't happen. But what Utah State Athletics 
has tries to do to try to keep pace requires an athletic budget that's really big and uh, not enough people buy tickets or sponsorships or make donations. And so uh, the way that they make up for those losses are to uh, turn to the students and assess an additional fee, increase their uh, uh, their fees that they all pay. Yep. It's, it's a sad, unfortunate way of the upside-down nature of how athletics are funded. And then he and continues, then students get college things institutions. for free at games, but do they really get things for free at games? No. No. <laughs> well, frankly, because no. of that, that's how Utah State got around the rule of 15,000 in attendance. I remember a few years back when Randy Spetman was the AD, uh, NCAA was making a big deal. If you don't meet certain attendance requirements, yeah, then we're going to drop you a classification. And technically, they still have that rule, which has people wondering how Hawaii is going to get around that until they get their new arena built. But um, Spetman would... They went back and said, look, every student buys a ticket, quote unquote, air quotes, through their student fees. They don't always attend, but they all buy their tickets. And so it became this really funny math thing about who's really there. Attendance numbers were way overblown for years. And then they started giving the attendance figures of actual bodies in the stands. And it started to change and create some controversy and how how big is a seat? <laughs> or how wide are people's bottoms? <laughs> Three, four, two, six, text in. So would you rather fill up a stadium at $10 a seat or pay $30 to have a half capacity or less? That's an economics game that they have to try to play. That's why when BYU, Boise State come to town, those ticket prices go up. You may see fewer people there, but it's an opportunity to make an extra couple of bucks. Wow. Is it really thirty bucks? Do you know, Cody, for semester? Yeah, well, I mean, well, just to get into a game uh, per game. What is the price? To get every into a- every student. Well, I'm looking at their website, and I know that it has changed quite a bit. Um, the athletic fee for the 21-22 season per student is an additional one hundred and thirty-eight dollars per student. So, for listeners, if you go to an Aggie game, how much does it cost to go to an Aggie game? In fact. For two seven eight seven, if I could ask you as well, or yeah, two seven eight seven. How much does it cost to get into a Boise State football game too? So how much does it cost to get into an Aggie game? I really don't know. It's because I work on the media side of things. And and how much does it cost to get into a Boise State football game as well? For so for two seven eight seven, I'd be because I I don't know. I'd I'd be really interested to know how much that costs now, because I was. This is horrible of me to say, but Eric, I might have to backtrack here. Was I speaking out of turn, saying that we were being cheap? But really, like, I mean, that's a, like, so for if five kids, you know, five people in the family wanted to go to a game and it's, what, 20 to 21 bucks? That's that's 100 bucks, man. While you guys were discussing yesterday, I did look at the general admission, like, nosebleed seats. I'm talking about, like, the east side, like, upper, like, way up there. Okay. Um, and the cheapest seats, like this is the general admission, very cheap way up there per person. Uh, you're looking at about 23 bucks. Stop it. Yeah, that's what it is. And then like lower bowl general admission, like maybe back of the end zone kind of stuff, it's about 45 per person. 
So if you want to take your kids, depending on how many kids you have, it's a lot. And then students pay their athletic fee every semester that's been on the rise every couple weeks. feels <laughs> like crazy. to me anyway. 23 bucks for the... That's so because then, the university I, I, wants to compete at a high level. They want to compete with BYU and they want to compete with Boise and they don't have any funds to do it. They don't have enough sponsors, so they're, they have to jack up general admission prices and they have to jack up fees for students. So how much would a blue seat cost? That's a good question. I, I mean, if that's 23 bucks, that's got to be like 30, 35 bucks for a blue seat. Again, I don't, I don't know. That's, that's crazy, though. That's nuts. Yeah, a couple different sites I'm looking at right now. StubHub uh, for the Boise game. Yeah. Uh, prices from as low as $63. Of course, these are some of these are like secondhand. People trying to turn it. You're dealing with third party, so they can be a little bit more. 3426. So I will let Seat, you... seat Geek oh uh, my from gosh. $54. Dude. 3426 just texted in. So I will let you know that I attended a Utah State game for $39 two years ago and attended a Utah game for $36. Also paid 10 for parking at Utah State. Very cheap and rode the train right up to the stadium at Utah because with a ticket, it's free at Utah to ride the train. So he went to a Utah State game for $39. $39. I... was that? Uh, can I ask uh, three, four, two, six? Who they were playing? And then for Boise State, I I, I think this is Boise State two seven eight seven fifty to eighty bucks to go watch Boise State play. In Logan or in Boise? No, it's got to be in Boise. That's got to be in Boise. Because they they will they'll elevate the ticket price for when Boise comes to town and when BYU comes to town See, here in Logan. I wonder at three four two six was that. Um, will you let me know who Utah State was playing that game that you went to two years ago? Uh, but 2787 says 50 to 80 for a Boise State football game. That's nuts. Wow. I had no clue. I had absolutely no idea. Wow. Because, and <laughs> 2787, and it's a sellout, baby. Oh, 3426. Air Force. So home against Air Force was $39 two years ago. And then the Utah game that he went to was UCLA and Utah. And he paid $36. Paid 10 for parking at Utah State. But rode the train right up to the stadium for Utah because the ticket's free at Utah to ride the train. I'm looking on StubHub and I'm dumbfounded at how expensive these tickets are. Yeah, that's what I was so, looking at. They looking, were super expensive, I'm looking too. right here. Like, the lower, okay, so lower Boise, ends on 70 bucks. So, okay, like, set me the line for Boise State, Utah State on CBS September 25th at 10 a.m. Ticket price would you set where for the line? I'm looking at a general admission in the right corner end zone on the southwest side. Uh, row five. So the fifth row up from the bottom right here is cheapest to $70. Are you kidding me? I'm not. No. That's what I'm looking at right now. So I'm, I'm on Utah State's official website, and they don't list game by game. No, they do that. They just are doing independent. Right. Ticket, uh, season ticket plans. There's a family plan. 
Uh, What's the season ticket plan? They just like pick three or four games or whatever? Prices for faculty and staff. But yeah, like the, the, the cheapest season ticket plan, general admission, upper section, 105 bucks. I don't know. Also, want to like add on to this, but like last year as a student with COVID nineteen and certain like you couldn't go to football games or you couldn't go to basketball games. Our fees for athletics were increased, even though we weren't allowed to go in. Okay, so nine nine three eight says for certain season seats, fans have to pay what is called the Big Blue Fund. The better the <laughs> seats, the higher the yeah. Fund. That's a racket. You can't buy season tickets until you become a uh, a donor. Is that true? Uh, oh yeah. In fact, this was this became a bit of an issue at the Utah legislature because uh, there's there are a lot of places who do this. This isn't just unique to Utah State, but for a lot of these places to get the the blue seats or the chairbacks, you can't even buy season tickets without becoming also a donor. So the price of the ticket is actually way more than just the price of the of the game because you, you have to donate to a certain level before you even get the chance. To buy the tickets, but that's look. That's what they. These are models that that a lot of uh, universities do to try to make their their budgets. Interesting, man. Yeah. Huh. Thirty nine dollars for a game, fifty to eighty in Boise State, and they're right. They do sell out. I wonder what. what I wonder what BYU sells for a game. Uh, 9938 says, yes, I paid $600 for one season ticket plus the price for a seat. $600. And how many home games do you have? Six? Six, normally. So, like, the general admission for Utah State, if you're in the northeast corner, sections 221, 220, upper, upper part there, that's the cheapest price you can get. Which is? Oh, you know. Is Which is basically, if you buy it the whole season, it's basically seventeen fifty a game. Nine three one five. Yes, LJ, I'm a season ticket holder in basketball, and yes, I have to donate to buy tickets. Yeah. Um. Uh, total. Sorry. Go ahead. I just came across something. I th- because Utah State is works for the state, you can access any of their audits and where that money goes. And looking at the year 2020, when students were not allowed to go into any athletic student fees. Uh, donated to the athletic program alone, uh, totaled four point nine million dollars. Pretty good gravy train. Two two seven eight seven. That's crazy. And on top of that, there is nowhere to park. And when you do park, you cannot enjoy the game because you are afraid you're you'll get your car booted. Nine nine three eight says it applies to football and basketball. One fee. Also, you pay one fee. And that's for football and for basketball then. Yep. Every single sport, including football, in the year 2020 for Utah State went into the red. Utah State made an, a revenue of $10 million, and its expenditure for the program was $13.5 million. Yeah, but that's because of COVID. Like, I'm not – I mean, I'm, that's an that's a outer diameter year where we just – It's a bit of an anomaly. Yeah, yeah. like, mm-hmm. I mean, that wasn't But it's normal. really not that far off of how things – normally go at Utah State. They're usually in the red. Uh, 6294. The way I understand is they make you donate so at least you can write off a portion of your tickets on your taxes. Basically, the ticket price is the price plus donation, 
with the tax write-off. Hmm. I think that's where the, the legislature was trying to get involved with tax write-offs as a donation. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Right. Okay, I got you. If you're not buying season tickets, you're making a donation. And you can write it off and get some tax credit. Well, you're really just trying to get tickets to go see a game. but All right, let's uh, take a break. Anyway. We'll, we'll come back with more. If you want to text in, continue. My goodness, you're more than welcome to. 435-339-0321. I got to eat one of these. We're getting some reaction to that uh, disturbing video, which was shared on really? Twitter earlier today. Yeah. Yes. See? I love it. I love it. Not maybe a disturbing video, but a disturbing trend. Fan behavior in the NBA. Oh, dude, I mean, it's like on one night, there was yeah. like some crazy convergence of bad behavior in oh, multiple man. venues. What yeah. I mean, what can happen? What does the NBA need to do to stop this? 435-339-0321. You listen to the Full Court Press on 106.9 The Fan. It's the one and only Al Sporting Goods Outdoor Expo Sale. Memorial Day savings for the entire summer for the entire family. Thousands of firearms and you won't find them lower. Can't find ammo? Al's has an entire truckload. All calibers. You know Al's is the biggest Vortex dealer west of the Mississippi. Crossfire Scope 119. Diamondback Binox 149. Vortex t-shirts 9 bucks. Camo shirts 5 bucks. Trail cams 29. Gerber multi-tool 10 bucks. Rarely on sale. Sims and Reddington fishing gear save 20%. Camp Chef smokers 399. Liberty Gun saves prices Al's can't even mention. Nobody does Memorial Day weekend like Al's Sporting Goods. Every sport, every season. Ryan Odom, the head basketball coach for your Utah State Aggies, invites you to learn the Aggie way at this year's youth basketball camps June 14th through the 17th. Registration is now open at aggiesmensbasketballcamps.com. At Ryan Odom Day Camp, develop skills that will help you take your game to the next level. For the kids, it'll be a great week of fun, basketball, and making new friends. Join Ryan Odom at this year's youth basketball camps June 14th through the 17th. Go to aggiesmensbasketballcamps.com and go Oh, Aggies. There's a lot of strain on various industries right now. Supply stretched thin as demand is at an all-time high. If you are building or remodeling and are looking for ideas for stone to face your home, it's crazy. Coldwater Stone and Tree Modern and Castellite and Logan want to take that frustration and challenge away from you. They are a local homegrown business with stone products made by Coldwater and sold by Castellite. Stop in and make your choice today for brick, block, rock, paver, and tile. Go where the pros go, online at castalite.com. Wouldn't it be nice to work for a company that puts their employees first and isn't afraid to say thanks for a job well done? An employer who respects you and has no problem rewarding you with a competitive wage and benefits package? You belong with a company like 3rd Gen Machine right here in Logan. 3rd Gen Machine is hiring CNC operators, machinists, and maintenance technicians. Apply on Indeed. Just go to Indeed.com and search 3rd Gen Machine. Trust me, third gen machine is where you want to be. Equal opportunity employer. Hey, how you doing? We all know how it can be to go to the wrong place for car repair. And lights on again. Can you believe this? Unbelievable. So don't risk it. Get no credit financing to meet your needs. Only at double A MCO. We all know how it can be to go to the wrong place for transmission repair. Guy in his cheap transmission fluid. Get no credit financing to meet your needs. Only at AA MCO. Find your Logan Amco dealer at 75 East, 20th North. Call 752-1940. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and RJ Salveson. Cody, you've been patient, and I want to let you have the chance to get it out of your system. I, ha- I actually do have a, a legitimate question for Carl. Uh, why? 
why? Why what? Why am I? Oh, that's it. That's uh, that's it. Why? <laughs> that is. Why are you the way that, you are? You you probably that is a good question. <laughs> I don't care where you go with it. It's just why. <laughs> um. Weekdays from four to six on Sports Talk Radio, one hundred six nine FM, thirteen ninety AM. The Fan. If you're in charge of hiring a company for commercial janitorial services for your building, call American Maintenance. For reliable cleaning of your business, American Maintenance is your simple solution. Curb-to-curb services, American Maintenance has you covered. For commercial janitorial services, American Maintenance. Call 512-0014. That's 512-0014. They say diamonds are a girl's best friend particularly when she's thinking of marriage. When it comes to this important decision, visit S. Needham Jewelers in historic downtown Logan. We have been the part of thousands of happy engagements. You'll enjoy our vast selection of beautiful and unique engagement rings. You'll also enjoy our relaxed and elegant environment. You'll not be hurried and you'll feel no pressure as you have fun looking for the perfect ring. Where Utah gets engaged, S. Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Uh, we had a softball game yesterday, right? I told you about this. We were going to have softball games. Oh, yeah. And I was going to go play in the outfields. Well, I'm going out. Well, I, I decided to go to shortstop. They put me at shortstop. Okay. You know, the uh, gold glove area. And. Because you were like lobbying, don't put me here, don't put me there. I want to play here. But then you said, no, I don't want to play there. So Well, and then I had someone come over and say, Ajay, I thought you wanted to play in the outfield. And I was like, oh, crap. They listen to our show. And he's a, and he's a loyal listener. He's one of the most angelic dudes, too. But he just looked at me and goes, I thought you wanted to play the outfield. And I was like, all right, look. I just, I thought about playing the outfield. I didn't know I wanted to. I was just thinking about it. I was considering it. But for the betterment of the team, I thought I should be at shortstop. I had one double play, and I committed two errors. One of them wasn't even close. Like, I, I threw that ball so far to the right, it was ridiculous. And it was like five <laughs> feet, from, and I just, I let it ride. Oh, and you know what? The, okay, so the pitcher for one of the teams, um, he looked like squint. He looked just like Squint. Nerdy. That's dope. Had a nosy kind of voice. And I was like, oh, dude. Like, wanted to get with Wendy? Man, that I'm going to. Dude, I'm going to put a triple on this guy. Well, I end up grounding back to the pitcher once. And the guy has the gajones to take that ball that I just grounded to him and jog it over to first base. So if you're listening, Squint. Next time you do that, I'm running your sorry butt over. I don't care if I'm out of the baseline, okay? But he still beat you to the play, to the base. Dude, he has a head start on me. He has like a what? What is that head like? He has a huge head start on me. And I had a sprained hammy. Oh, oh. After the first ground ball that I took, oh man, that hurt. I, dude, I'm feeling. Okay, so even when I'm getting out of my car, Eric, I'm having to like lift up my legs. To get at me out of the car. No, I really don't need a demonstration. No, like here, like, like we do not need no, to just see. Watch, I, no, I'll I watch. Go ahead. Hey, so like here is no, my, no, so do like, not put your I, pants I, back down. No, it's just hold on. Like I, I go like okay, so like right here, okay, it's where it's hurting, and so I will pick it up, just like I'll massage it a little bit, and then I'll pick it up, 
and move it to outside of the car to get me out. That is the pain I'm going through. So I'm wondering, Eric, uh, if it's okay if you guys could uh, – I don't know what the budget's looking right now for the company, but I was wondering if I could maybe get a, uh, um, a massage done and if you guys could pay for that. I just don't want to be coming into work hurt because, as you can see, I've, I've been thrown off my game today, and I just feel like it's because of my pain in my legs. How can you sprain your hamstring? Well, it's pretty you easy. Either, I've never heard of someone spraining a hamstring. I've heard of people pulling a hamstring. Well, I sprained it, okay? I sprained it. You happy? I bet you guys are thrilled about that right now. I'm going to make fun of me about my sprained hamstring. So in February, John Dougal, state auditor for the state of Utah, yeah. um, put together his office, uh, examined you know, the burden that's placed on students and, and academic institutions and what they have to do to help fund athletics. Um, and we've got a story on that on cashvalleydaily.com. This is late February. Uh, he was a guest on our sister station, KVNU's For the People. And interesting quote here. It says, nine years ago, it was a little over $600 per student per year. Uh, That's what the subsidy was for sports. Now, it's over $1,000, almost $1,100 per student, per full-time equivalent student at USU. Oh, my God. So it's nearly doubled... <laughs> In less than 10 years. <laughs> uh, he added, so we look at that and identify that as a burden that's being placed on students either directly in their fees or indirectly through money that could have gone to offset different costs in the higher ed that went to athletics. Uh, that's, the story has links to uh, more of the analysis that, that was done. In fact, I'll just I'll just tweet out the, the link to the full report that was that was published earlier this year. I'll retweet it. <laughs> but look, it's it's bad, but it's not necessarily unique to Utah State. That's what's the that's what's the problem. Uh, I think it and once we're talking off air, well, you know, once this name image likeness stuff starts going, yeah, it's gonna get even worse. Yeah, it will. It will. And you're going to create such a, a, a chasm between the haves and the have-nots. I just I don't know how much longer it's sustainable. Before uh, things change and you just have to recognize, look, this is just the reality in the life, and you can't compete with some of those institutions. And stop pretending that you can. I agree. Uh, I'm going through text here, trying to figure out which one was which. Uh, do do. 3426 texted in, uh, University of Utah is season pass is $600. But that's worth it. Like, it's Pac-12 football, too. I mean, so you're getting games against uh, Oregon, against USC, UCLA. They're high-quality games. 3426 also texted in, Utah State would be smart if they let some of the high school games come up to the football and basketball stadiums to gain some extra revenue for their sports programs, as well as see some of the potential athletes that might come to the university. I agree. Uh, we have that Rocky Mountain kickoff thing. I don't know how much it benefits um, Utah State. Does that benefit Utah, Utah State at all? Uh, I really don't know. I don't really know. I mean, maybe in a long roundabout way where you're getting a – 
maybe some athletes on your campus. But look, they're going to come anyway for camps and different things like that. So I don't know that it that an event like that really helps the athletic program other than maybe they, because they rent out the facility or they get some cut on the tickets that helps their bottom line a little bit, but it's not going to be that much. I'll tell you that one five seven zero. I'm not condoning the behavior of these jazz or these basketball fans, but I hope alcohol was involved because you would hope people wouldn't act this way in their right mind. What does New York Philadelphia and Utah have in common on really behavior fans. What does Philadelphia and Utah double have in common? They don't learn their lesson the first time. Uh, it has been announced that uh, three fans were uh, had made insensitive comments, uh, very egregious comments, derogatory comments, towards John Morant's mom and dad. And there's also a comment made towards Dylan Brooks that wasn't good. Uh, New York had a fan that spit on Trey Young. It actually hit 50 Cent and his girlfriend, I think. And then, of course, Philadelphia had the situation where they poured popcorn on Russell Westbrook as after he had uh, hurt his ankle, he's walking back in the locker room and someone dumped a bucket of popcorn on Russell Westbrook. And as Jazz fans, the whole... And, and, and Tony Jones tweeted this out. I think Ben Dowsett... Dan Clayton as well tweeted it out. Eric, the whole, well, that's just a few bad apples out of the many good ones. That's not how this goes anymore. That, 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 that whole thing is flown out the window. This is embarrassing. For the game of basketball and for Utah especially, Utah has been known to have issues with fans. And yep. here we go again. I agree. That's what's frustrating is here we go again. But I will say this. I was encouraged. I was there. I didn't. I didn't see what was going on. I wasn't near the area. So when it, later I, re, I read the story, I was like, "Whoa, where was this happening?" But um, what I am encouraged is I've been reading more about this and reading about John Morant's dad and his account of what took place is how quickly other fans stepped in to say, "Hey, knock it off!" or "Hey, it's this guy. You gotta come check get this guy out of yeah, here." Yeah. And. And Team Morant actually was very complimentary about how there were other fans that were good-natured and how they were John back and forth with him, and but they took issue with some people who crossed the line. And that fans and the the uh, arena staff acted quickly yeah. to get these bad actors out of there. But it still gets to this point, like, why is this still happening? Why are people still yeah. saying crap? Why are, yeah, why are they still saying stuff? It's like, that, and, and, and the other thing, do not, too, did and they I just not this, know how to be a good-natured fan and yeah, have... and just shut up and cheer for your team. That's all you have to do. All you have to do is cheer for... If you want to boo John Morant, you can boo him, but don't make dumb comments towards a player or their... Especially their parents. And Right, don't... Don't go don't after start cussing mom out and his dad. Mom. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, don't you ever make a comment towards the mom. Like, that's just stupid. But, I mean, again, it's becoming the theme of the Utah Jazz. Irresponsible, arrogant, and, if I may put it, racist. I don't know how else to say it. I mean, irresponsible, arrogant, maybe ignorant, and racist. Yeah, I think maybe some of it for a while was just 
naivete. Like, okay, yeah. Maybe people are saying stuff they don't really realize just how bad it is. But after as many incidents now as there have been over the last several years, not just in, in the arena, but in the community, it's yeah. like, no, can't use that anymore. Yeah, you can't. And you should know better it's, by now. It's gone beyond yeah, that. Yeah, we are past that. It's got some bad actors out there. More people need to stand up and say, hey, that, no, stop, knock that off. But you're right. You're right. And that is the one good thing is that the fans got up, stood up, and said, hey, it's this guy right here. Let's grab security. Let's get him out of here. That was the good part. And the other good part was the security immediately removed him. Uh, Ryan Smith put out something. The Jazz put out something. But it, it's stuff like that where you're like, hey, how come we can't get a big-name player here? This is the reason why. This is the reason why. We got to take a break. Coming back, we'll finish up the first hour of the Full Court Press on 106 on FM 1390 AM, The Fan. This is Jay from Daryl's Appliance. It's time for our annual spring event. This is an event 51 years in the making. Stop by this Saturday and say big on kitchen packages and GE appliance deals for the whole house. We just received in a new load of scratch and dents from Whirlpool and GE, plus a freezer blowout. Enter to win a drawing for a freezer and get balloons for the kids. Listen for the live radio broadcast Saturday. That's the huge spring event at Daryl's Appliance, where service always comes first. Daryl's West on Airport Road. Hi, this is John Horton, General Manager at ARS. COVID-19 is a mess, but it doesn't have to be. We at ARS recognize your desire to take the best care of your workspace and home in order to protect your family, staff, and other building occupants. We have certified technicians that use leading industry processes, state-of-the-art equipment and technology, and cutting-edge products when disinfecting. We understand your needs and are ready to help. Remember, got a mess? Call ARS. The new home for the Full Court Press. Weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Good song. Really good song. I like this. Uh, Jazz fan Justin tweets into the show, Eric. um, Says, Eric, there's a lot of apathy in the student body. uh, Yeah, in the student body and faculty staff because of this. They won't support athletics on principle. We've turned into a semi-pro sports clubs with schools attached just based on, again, this is in regards to the high subsidies for athletics. Yeah, so true. What an issue. What a great tweet. It Justin. is. I mean, you're right. It's what it's become. It's professional sports. Or if you want to call it semi-pro, okay. But it's professional sports parading as amateur athletics. And it's going to get worse. We start paying, paying these athletes, giving them endorsement deals. Let's just call it what it is. It's professional sports, and they just do they do we start to div, to uh, divorce them from these institutions of higher learning, and just look, it's just a club team. Like in in Europe, schools don't sponsor sports. Like it's all club stuff. I mean, do we need to start going down that road here? I get it that it makes it. That, that takes away opportunities for especially low-income people to get involved and be mm-hmm. able to, to compete. Mm-hmm. But any day, any more, I mean, to participate in a lot of these sports, the fees that you have to pay, the travel that you have to pay, the expectations of what you do outside of the, the team events and functions and fundraising that has to take place, it's hard already for low-income people to be involved in a lot of these sports. It's getting really bad at the high school level. It's getting at a whole other level at the college and the, the collegiate. Let's just call it what it is. It's just professional sports parading around as amateur. 
that it's tied to institutions of higher learning. And do we really need to continue to do that? Let's get back to the jazz uh, fan incident conversation. That's where a lot of our texts are coming through, Eric, here on our Gilmore's text line. 1570, I think trash talk is great. The Morant said that they were enjoying the trash talking with the jazz fans, but there is a line that you can't cross no matter your race, and some people can't figure that out. That's, and yeah, there was a good banter conversation between jazz fans and Mr. and Mrs. Morant. But then all of a sudden, a few fans stood up and made unnecessary, incredulous, really derogatory comments. That's where we, like, why? Why do you need right. to do that? I, I think there's just some people saying, who don't understand that. They see some, saying, oh, some friendly I'm banter. Joking, I'm just joking. No. There, there's some trash talk, going, trash talk going around, and somebody that's maybe not involved on the fringe, they see this, and they're just, it's getting under their skin, and then finally they just boil over. It just, you know, you don't understand. That's the, doesn't make it right. As long as can't uh, do that. Five seven six three. As long as human beings occupy this planet, there will always be, to some extent, be people or yeah, be people doing stupid things. It happens everywhere, but it's highlighted on the national stage and in sports. Uh, four seven eight one. Uh, I'm not ignoring your text. Five seven six three. Hold on to that thought. I got more with that. Four seven eight one. Some bad fans is not the reason we can't get big name players here. I'm sorry, but that is a poor view of two different situations. What is the overall worth of the Jazz compared to the Knicks, Warriors, Lakers, etc.? We are a small, small market team. Always will be a small market team. It's Utah. We had. We are not as attractive because we haven't had championships. Barely get all stars. Ask Mike Conley how he feels about the fans. Ask people who have came here how they feel about the fans. They love the atmosphere. I think people do cross the line, and that gets dealt with properly, but that isn't the reason why LeBron, KD, or others won't want to play here. It's not the reason, but it but if doesn't so, help. Yeah, like if Come so, on, you've you got to be kidding me if you don't believe that that doesn't weigh on in some people's minds, yeah, in some if, athletes' if minds. Some former t- if some guy who's a teammate with double Cephalosha goes to Cephalosha and say, hey, what was it like you know, being in Utah with those fans? He, I don't know if he's going to have like the greatest things. I mean, he one time voices concern that, yeah, I've heard things come out of fans' mouth towards our opponent on our own court. And it made him feel uncomfortable. That one time, just, it's nuts. So, and, and, and word does get around, too. Word oh, yeah. does get around. Yeah, these players talk to each other. Uh, Governor of Utah last night, uh, upon this news that's going around, um, Somebody this uh, somebody put out a, a, a tweet. It says, be a fan. Don't be a bleep hole. <laughs> this stuff is not complex. And so Governor Cox retweets this and says, hey, guys, this isn't hard. Just don't be one of those people. This is above the noise. It's great having fans back, but in the NBA, there are pros and cons. We've seen it's a fine line between passion and inappropriate behavior. In New York, fans are going crazy for the Knicks, and it's great. Great environment. But then somebody spits on the Hawks star Trey Young. The Knicks rightly banned him indefinitely. Meanwhile, we saw a fan in Philadelphia drop popcorn on the Wizards' Russell Westbrook. The 76ers revoked that fan season tickets. Then the Jazz had to ban multiple fans for heckling John Moran and John Moran's family. These incidents are a reminder that the proximity of the fans to the action can be dangerous. NBA players are exposed. They're not wearing pads. There's no fence. They can hear everything. It can be electric and it can be scary. I know people pay good money for the right to boo the opponent and have those seats, and I have no problem with that. But we all know there's a level of basic respect everybody deserves. Hopefully, NBA fans will stick to it throughout the rest of the postseason. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. 
Golfer Ricky Fowler, baseball legend Steve Garvey, former quarterback Carson Palmer, all talking about the relief they're getting from Level Select CBD sports creams and roll-ons. They use Level Select CBD because it works, and now you can too. As our newest sponsor, Level Select CBD is offering our listeners a great deal, 30% off your order. Go to LevelSelectCBD.com, promo code DAN30, 30% off LevelSelectCBD.com, promo code DAN30, not available in Idaho, Iowa, and South Dakota. 20 years ago, Odyssey changed the putting game when they introduced the White Hot Insert. Now the most iconic, most played, most sought-after putting insert of all time is back in the new White Hot OG. White Hot OG has the same mythical combination of sound and feel and performance as the original, but with modern upgrades that are available in classic head shapes like the two-ball, the Rossi, and the number seven. White Hot OG, legendary then, iconic now. See the new lineup at odysseygolf.com. Preston Golf and Country Club is now taking registration for their summer junior golf program. These programs include an eight-week long group lesson for beginner and advanced players, plus also a summer youth league that includes nine holes of golf each week, a treat, prizes, a PGA Junior League team, and small group lessons as well. Cost for the eight-week program is $70 per child. Lessons start June 9th and are eight consecutive Wednesdays. Register by calling the Pro Shop at 208-852-2408. All groups will be taught by John Van Vliet, certified PGA professional. Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat, the Allergy Clinic, the Hearing Aid Center, and now Ascent Aesthetics are in the new Providence location next to the Bank of Utah. Doctors Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette, along with the entire staff, look forward to helping your family. Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat, along with the Allergy Clinic, the Hearing Aid Center, and now Ascent Aesthetics, now in two locations, the Cash Valley Hospital and Providence. Most insurance products, including SelectMed, are accepted. Go to CashValleyENT.com for more details. That's CashValleyENT.com. Sports Talk Radio, KLGN Logan, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, and online at 1069thefan.com. what you need to know. Three NBA playoff games tonight about to start. New York at Atlanta. Series tied at a game apiece in the first round. Coming up at 8.30 Eastern, it's Brooklyn leading two games to none, playing at Boston. Clippers at Dallas, the late game. Mavericks won the first two on the road in that first round series. And Clippers center Serge Ibaka with a bad back is Russell Westbrook with a bad ankle is questionable for tomorrow. He did not practice today. In the NHL playoffs, a game seven at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Minnesota at Vegas in a first rounder. Jordan Spieth was tied for the lead at Colonial at Fort Worth. There was about a two and a half hour weather delay there today. Three rainouts in Major League Baseball at the Mets, at Pittsburgh, and at Washington. The Cubs were one nothing winners over Cincinnati today. I'm Steve DeSager. Full court press. There is no stopping this team. The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. It's the full court press with Eric Franson and RJ Selvas. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions. To act like the full court press on Sports Talk Radio 1069 FM 1390 AM. The fan. We're off to a better start this hour than we were at the start of the first hour. It's because I gave you cookies and a pen and a flashlight. That doesn't even work. 
I like it, Eric. It doesn't even work. How would you, you like gotta, it? You, know, you don't even know what it looks like because it doesn't even work. It's the thought. It's really. It's, thought. it's a good color. Little keychain. Just gotta figure out a little. Uh, and it has a radio station that doesn't even belong to us. Am I allowed to even play with this? Yeah, sure. Maybe I'll check her for my colonoscopy. What? <laughs> yeah, you know, you're too young. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> All right, uh, welcome to the Full Court Press. <laughs> there was uh, Eric. So I, I shared your video. Oh, that man. you that you shared Dude. about somebody in a in a a bear costume, an anonymous human being. Right. Was it? Was it a cute little cuddly bear? Don't know. But a cute little cuddly bear. Oh, Z-Dog got his Twitter account suspended, by the way. Suspended? Yeah. Why? I I think he's making out with his arm again. (laughs) Disturbing. (laughs) Yeah, what's worse? Mean or mean that person in the bear suit or or Z-Dog? So I share this video of uh, this bear jumping off of a a ledge. I mean, it was harnessed. It was safe. Um, But, you know... it's a little disturbing to see this cute, cuddly bear going over the edge, and uh, got got some online reaction to this. Mitch Henline says, "Hard to watch." Dude, the sound effects were the best. I uh, Piranhas gives like a, a Dude, Michael Scott disgusting face. Piranhas is my man. <laughs> uh, somebody else uh, tweets out uh, disturbing or uh, a disgruntled employee question <laughs> mark. <laughs> uh, also on Twitter, uh, by the way, I, I shared the link to that audit which was done earlier this year about uh, just the, the 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 amount of support that NCAA athletics gets from uh, Utah's institutions of uh, higher learning. And uh, it, it, the report is NCAA athletics revenue subsidization for degree-granting public colleges and universities. Um, pretty detailed from the state auditor's office. It was released in late February, so uh, I've released the, the full report. And really, it it's not a good report for Utah State. Just the, the amount of, of student fees... Um, Look, the, the Utah State total athletics revenue. This was the uh, fiscal year 2020. So this was really, by and large, before COVID. Uh, total athletics revenue at Utah State was uh, a little over 39 and a half million. But actual re- actual revenue, total athletic activity revenue, was only 16 and a half. So the subsidy to athletics. For uh, from the institution is over twenty three million dollars, so way over half of the athletic. I guess we should put that in quotes. Revenue, uh, more than half, comes from athletic subsidy uh, from the institution, and as we've as it also goes on to talk about, uh, a lot of that comes on the backs of students with student fees, which have nearly doubled. In uh, nine years. Gilmore's so. text line is open, 435-339-0321. We were talking about the finances of Utah State Athletics, including getting tickets and going to games, season tickets and such. It's kind of shocking, actually, to hear some of the information that I actually honestly had no idea of. Um, NBA, a fan situation is not great. New York, Philadelphia, and Utah 
all have uh, the situation where they ban fan or fans uh, uh, out of their arena. And so uh, someone texted in a really, really good question. Um, now I got to go find it. I think it was 5763. It was. I guess I'm trying to say the NBA and teams can't take corrective action, or I mean, can take corrective action, but how do you take preventative measures against this kind of behavior? With I, discrimination I, or something like I, that. I, well, I like what we were doing before, just don't let any fans come to the arena. <laughs> I was working, we didn't have any <laughs> no. issues. It's not the answer. Fans in the arena is a big part of it, which is part of our Friday Five Best. Like, who has the best home court? And it's for that, you know, what What kind of a fa- fan interaction is there? What kind of a fan a crowd is there, which really makes it an advantage for the home team? So you can't remove fans. It's too sanitary. It's not as exciting. We saw that in the bubble. It's it's fake noise. Okay, so it's just I, not exciting. So, but how do we stop I think this? You have to take continued proactive measures. I don't know if the Utah Jazz as an organization team up with the governor. Apparently, he feels strongly about this. A few others. I hope so. Put out public service announcements about what it means to be a, a how to be a fan. Like what crosses the line and is inappropriate. Maybe there's an education campaign that needs to take place. Maybe Shane Keisel could do one of those. But I think that the, uni- that the university, I think that the institution for the Utah Jazz is also taking appropriate measures and saying, if you do these things, you're out. Yeah. And you may never come back. Back, yep, exactly. It's trespassing. Because interesting timing, but there was that case with that guy that got into it with Russell Westbrook. He was trying to countersue the Utah Jazz. Yeah, like $100 million. Yeah, and, the, and the, a judge said, no, you have no merit. Yeah, that wasn't even... Besides being a jerk, uh, your case has no merit. <laughs> 4781 text in, I know the Jazz have warnings about unruly fan behavior, so I guess it just needs to be enforced more and maybe more security to help prevent it. I think more security could help. I mean, there's somebody at every portal. Uh, they're moving. They're going up and down the stairs pretty regularly. Uh, you know, I don't know how many more people you need. I mean, every maybe, maybe another, and this is just twenty way, feet on the stairs. That just well, this is way off the woodblock here, Eric. But okay, so Mister and Mrs. Moran, Jaws, mom and dad, show up to the game. Don't put him with the Jazz fans. If like maybe they maybe Jaw, you know, reaches out to the Jazz ahead and says, "Hey, I've got my mom and dad coming. Can we put them somewhere like in a suite? Can we put them like in a private area, just somewhere where they're not going to be harassed or bothered?" That's fine. Do that. Well, that that's hard because at some point you're gonna are you gonna give up the revenue from a suite just to accommodate your the opponent and their their traveling party? Yeah, because you don't want those that traveling party getting made derogatory comments from dummy fans. Seriously, like like we're gonna just so we're gonna find a way and expect and hope that the fans are gonna stop their real unruly behavior. And keep John Morant's mom and dad where they're at. Like, get him out of there. Well, they look. If I'm parents, my son's playing. I want to be near the bench where they are. Yeah, and maybe put him with a group of Memphis Grizzly fans. I don't know if they were sitting next to them. It sounds like they were sitting around a bunch of Jazz fans. I mean, it's pretty common that visiting team will have a certain amount of tickets available to them, and usually they're near the bench. But sometimes they also put them in a few other spots. But. Yeah, I don't know if you have a certain part of the arena and you have a buffer zone, so this is the visiting opponent, and if they're not going to use those tickets, then maybe you adjust what the seats are there, but do you have a, 
uh, an area that's taped off or you've got like a row of seats that no one can sit in just to create a buffer zone? I, I don't know. Because uh, if you do that, then there's a lost revenue opportunity for or Vivint Smart Home Arena and the Utah Jazz. It's that's a tough call. Four seven eight one. Also, I never sit lower bullet jazz games. I feel like there isn't much of a threat to players from people in the upper bowl, so maybe shift more focus to lower bowl. Also, John Morant family should have been given a suite, in my opinion, and I absolutely agree. And they should be given one the next time they come. If they come to a game here in Salt Lake City, I expect. I don't hope. I expect Ryan Smith and the Utah Jazz to do their job and help Mr. and Mrs. Morant get somewhere where they're gonna be able to watch the game peacefully enjoy it without being worried about hearing derogatory things from idiotic fans. But the thing is, T. Morant, he likes John with the fans. He, that, he enjoys going to the game, yeah. being vocal, and sure. getting into so then, it. He's so, admitted that. Okay, so maybe sit with Ryan Smith's family. Maybe sit with someone who's actually going to act cordial. Don't, I mean, don't just stick him in a bunch of random fans. Sit by Gail. She still goes. Does she still go? Yeah, she was there the other night. Really? Yeah. Good for her. Three four two six. Uh, why doesn't every team have a team suite at every arena in the NBA? That's a good question. It, uh, huh. it continues dollars like, and cents, people. Dollars. We and got cents. plenty of dollars and cents. The Jazz <laughs> you know how much fine. money you give up if you turn that over and just as a as a hospitality suite for the oh, visiting team. We're giving team? full ride scholarships to kids right now. We're giving full ride scholarships after every win to kids. Well, which is awesome, but is that sustainable for how long? Jazz are making. They're, but, but they're bringing revenue that's in. That's beside the issue. There's they, fans there. The, the arena needs to try to maximize the revenue. There, there will be people that will be saying, "Look, we can't turn over a one of those suites just as a hospitality suite for the uh, the opposing team. It's going to uh, lose us. It's going to cost us too much money to do that." Three, four, two, six. My grandpa is, has told me an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Sounds like an ounce of prevention could be used at the Utah Jazz Arena. I like that. Yeah, look, they they've made those announcements before games about fan behavior uh after the Russell Westbrook ordeal. Like they they've even handed out cards with that verbiage to everybody as they've come in. Maybe they need to do that again. I mean, maybe they need to continue to do it. Uh 1181, what is the solution for the Knicks fans all chanting Bleep you, Trey Young. Then media just saying Madison Square Garden is great, for, uh, is has great fans. Oh man. Okay, I'm gonna be on the very like, I'm gonna be on the incredibly wrong side of this. I I I am. I'm gonna be very wrong when I say this. But having that chanted towards Trey Young, and then having somebody say. Hey, what's you know? Why don't we uh, someone put a nickel in the back of you so you can dance, boy, to a black man? That's that's a different. That is totally that's different. different. Like you have fans chanting "f you" to Trey Young. Um, that's because I mean that's 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 different. I mean now if they're if they're calling him a derogatory name and they're chanting it, we have a totally different situation. Uh, if. But at the same time, they're both vulgar. I don't yeah. love either one. Yeah, me neither. But there is one that is is worse. There's 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 part of a well, and there's part of a. Oh man, I don't even know how to. I'm on the wrong side, so I just need to stop talking. But I don't see the whole bleep you, Trey Young, as a as as just as worse of a situation as I would the derogatory comments towards the mom and dad. 
I mean, saying shut the bleep up, you bleep, is not good, especially towards a lady. Not good at all. 6891. Sadly, there is no East answer for the fans. There will be... There will always be jerkhead fans that don't know how to act the correct way. Yeah. That is very true. There will always be fans who don't know how to just shut up and cheer. As an institution, you continue to now look remove them and cull, cull the herd. Yeah. Take them out. I mean, you just... <laughs> Until seven. people start to get the message, like, look, if you cross the line, we're going to kick you out. Should be zero tolerance for it. Yeah. Four, four seven eight one. Stick them courtside with D Wade. That would yeah. That would shut them up. Oh wait. Oh wait. The parents. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. See. Why don't we just stick them courtside with D Wade? Well, that's what I said. Put them by Gail Miller. She's yeah. courtside. There you go. Then you won't have any. Ryan Smith is courtside. Oh man. You, that, nobody will have the guts to say a word to you. Uh, two seven eight seven. In fact, I wouldn't eliminate that as an option or a possibility coming up in the next game at home. Uh, two seven eight seven. Maybe just to eliminate all of the Utah fans, or better yet, the NBA, and we just get back to football. <laughs> I do love football, but I love my Utah Jazz. I'm sorry. Uh, nine three one five. Does alcohol play to the stupidity of fans? It can absolutely, possibly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Some it usually does. Three four two six. So is the bad PR not worth having one suite available for the other team? I don't see how that's wasting money, Eric. I get it. That's true. Uh, just saw this on a Zoom call. John Morant says he's not sure if his family will travel to Utah later in the series after Wednesday night's incident involving his parents. I wouldn't blame him. Uh, 1181 says, I wasn't comparing the whole Trey Young to Utah Jazz situation. He says he agrees with us. I got it. Got it. Uh, yeah, I, I again, I just... But, I mean, I, I, I do I see at 1181, I, I do see a point to the other side, though, like, I mean, you got your little five-year-old in there, and they're you know watching the next game, and she's all hyped up, and then all of a sudden you hear fans in front, fans behind, fans to the left, fans to the right, chanting this chant to Trey Young. Yeah, I don't think that's necessarily something to be celebrated. Then that's then, then I mean, so we got an issue there too. So it's not wrong. Uh, by the way, I want to continue on this. This is from Josh Newman, who was on the Zoom call with John Morant. Okay. Uh, Morant said that his parents said that plenty of Utah fans came to their defense as things were happening at the seats. Uh, Grizzlies head coach calls the situation beyond disappointing and was very clearly being polite about it. But I mean, it gets, yeah, it's right. I mean, everybody outside of those three fans, super upset with what happened and how it went down. But it is encouraging to see how others jumped Jumped in and said, hey, knock that off, man. That's not acceptable. Some, Whereas in years I past, think, it maybe wouldn't have happened. Yeah, someone told them to stop, and then one of them went over and immediately like walked up out of their seats and grabbed security, pulled them up, and said, that person needs to go now. Yeah. And then everyone else is like, oh, yeah, well, security, get them out of here then. Let's go. So, I mean, there is improvement. There, there definitely is improvement. Um, we are still a ways away. We are such a long ways away. From being where we need to be. And that is a sad, sad deal. That is horrible. That we're that far out. All right. Uh, we're going to take But a I like the, I like the, whoever said it, you know, ants of prevention is worth a pound of cure. It's absolutely true. And I think that they need to get, get back to more deliberate communication that look, this is, let's not cross the line. And if you do, 
It's a zero tolerance policy. You're gone, and you can't come back. Yeah. You got to take a strong stance on it. Speaking of home and speaking of fans, we'll give it to our Friday Five Best coming up next. What are the five best home court advantages in the NBA? You'll hear from us. 435-339-0321 to give us your opinion here on 106. Minnesota. AM. Where's Minnesota on your list? The fan. Go T-Wolves. <laughs> Ladies, do you have your men's ring yet? We know that he got you the perfect ring, so let's get him one that will show how much you care, such as a -a one-of-a-kind Damascus steel, his choice of camo, or an exquisite redwood inlay. And if you really want something out of this world, come check out our meteorite rings. For the largest selection of unique men's rings, make it special, make it Jarek's at 930 North Main in Logan. There's a lot of strain on various industries right now. Supply stretched thin as demand is at an all-time high. If you are building or remodeling and are looking for ideas for stone to face your home, it's crazy. Coldwater Stone and Tree Modern and Castellite and Logan want to take that frustration and challenge away from you. They are a local homegrown business with stone products made by Coldwater and sold by Castellite. Stop in and make your choice today for brick, block, rock, paver, and tile. Go where the pros go, online at castalite.com. Western Extermination is your simple solution for lawn care and pest control. Your yard is meant to be enjoyed without bugs like ants and wasps, mosquitoes and spiders, plus rodents that chew up your lawn and garden. Western Extermination offers fertilization to keep your lawn green and healthy and to keep weeds away. If you have a problem with voles, you can count on Western Extermination to exterminate the problem. Ask about military and advance paid discounts. Western Extermination serves residential and commercial properties. Curb to curb services. Western Extermination has you covered. 512-0014. That's 512-0014 for Western Extermination. Imagine your wedding day. Elegant, simple, yet stunning, stress-free. It's your day. It's all about you. Whether you're looking for small and simple or have a grander idea, the Riverwoods Conference Center will accommodate your every need. Choose the inside ballroom elegance or outside along the natural decor of the beautiful Logan River. A Riverwoods event planner will work personally with you to make sure your event is exactly how you've envisioned it. The Riverwoods Conference Center, where your happily ever after begins. Google Riverwoods Conference Center or call 750-5151. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Full Court Press, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Eric Franson, Amaji Salves, and Cody Yiltsin joining with us as well. Jazz, Grizzlies, get it on tomorrow night. Cody, what time is that game at, buddy? 7.30. TNT, ESPN? ESPN. Got an ESPN game. Yep. TNT's broadcast is horrible. Like, what? I, dude, it's horrible. Like, okay, Why Mar- do you say that? Like, do you listen to Marv Albert? Like, okay, Brian Anderson. Well, I can't listen to Marv Albert. He's... Kay. Like you can Thankfully, he's retiring. I love him from 20 years ago, but right now, he doesn't quite have the same sauce. He, you can't even hear the crowd. It just sounds like a like a bland broadcast. I'm really excited for when they actually start going back to these games <laughs> again, because <laughs> doing these games remotely, it's not the same. Like for Game One, Utah Jazz had this really cool ceremony to honor and recognize Jerry Sloan, who passed at, during the shutdown. Um. Because the announcers weren't there, they didn't know about it. They didn't yeah. say anything about it. Whereas yeah. if they were there in person, you know at some point in the broadcast they would have said, 
hey, look at this cool tribute the Jazz did for Jerry Sloan. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I haven't been really thrilled with ESPN, or it's me with TNT. So ESPN gets the broadcast tomorrow night for a, a pivotal game three for the Utah Jazz. By the way, I saw some split one piece. early uh, returns in the Utah Jazz game Yeah, Wednesday night had more viewers than the New York game. Really? Mm. Very cool. It uh, was like the number one. It was like 2.7 million people tuned in to watch the Jazz wow. game. And the New York-Atlanta game was like 2.5. Wow. Hmm. Uh, 3426, TNT is horrible in all aspects, analysis as well as commentation. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Marv Albert. I think Brian Anderson does a great job. I love Brian Anderson. Um, I'm not a fan of Steve Smith, Richard Jefferson, Chris Weber. Reggie Miller is great. I love Reggie. So, I mean, give me Bill Walton over Chris no, Weber. No, no please. please no. Give me Bill Walton. Over- Chris is out. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. It's he, kind of a uh, weird deal. Just- well, yeah, because he wouldn't call the NCAA West. Or, yeah, he wouldn't call the NCAA tournament games. He bowed out of that, and uh, yeah, that's right. Is that uh, why? So yeah, yeah, huh? huh? So he wouldn't go call the NCAA tournament games for TNT, and TNT was really upset about it because there was a contract saying he had to go do it, and he wouldn't do it. It's odd. Um, By the way, Piranhas tweets at us, Ajay, did you move into the bathroom? You sound different than you did earlier. Once we could hear you. Uh, Wait, did it? I move out of the bathroom? <laughs> Is that what he asked? I don't know. Yeah. Ajay has not left. Speak into wait, the wait, microphone, Ajay. What, what does the tweet say? I didn't read it. I read it verbatim. I don't even know what it said. Oh, did you move into the bathroom? You sound different than you did earlier once we could hear you. Oh. Speak into the microphone, Ajay. Oh, dude. Yeah, look at this. Bill Walton over Shaq any day. 3426. Yeah, I'll take Bill Walton over, over Richard Jefferson, Steve Smith, Greg Anthony. Shaquille O'Neal. Give me Bill Walton. <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal is not a color analyst. He's, he's a studio analyst. He's, There's there, a difference. He's Kate, there well, for satire Kate, but, only. No, yeah, but Bill Walton would do a better job than Shaq would. Shaq's no, like, Bill Walton I know what I'm talking about from because I'm an NBA Finals MVP, even though Kobe carried my 350-pound butt all the Bill way Bill Walton distracts from the game. Rings he's not Chuck. paying attention. He's just trying to think of weird, off-the-wall crap. And try to make it even more weird than the last thing he said. I think that's part of the shtick with I know with it's David part Pat. of the shtick. So then if you put him with Kevin Harlan, he ain't going to do that. Marv Albert, he ain't going to do that. Thanks. Just Dave Pash just allows it to happen? Yeah, Dave, oh, Dave just takes it. <laughs> okay, so by the way, um, do you know who I really miss calling basketball games? Is Mike Tirico. Mike is great. Mike Tirico is I'd love to have him on TNT. He was good. Um, Greg Gumbel was actually pretty good, too. Yeah. Greg Gumbel was really good back in the day. Called the John Stockton shot. Yep. Pill Walton. Uh, and then uh, Snap Jones. Snapper Jones was also there to call that. That was, a, that was a great broadcast crew back in the day. And then I think what Marv Albert was calling the uh, Eastern Conference Finals. No, he wasn't calling those Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, Bob Costas was. Good old Bobby. <laughs> Bob Costas. Mr. Pinkai. Does that guy do anything besides the Olympics anymore? I don't think he does anymore. He used to, dude, he used to be the Joe Buck. Like, what, what Joe Buck is now 
Bob Costas was. Yeah, he'd do anything. He anywhere. called the World Series, NBA Finals. He uh, did NFL football. I can't stand Joe Buck. Really? No, really? I really can't. I like Joe. Yeah, there's some people out there that are real Joe Buck haters. I don't. I don't mind him. He doesn't bother me. The no. Pa- the pass has caught Joe Buck. Just when you hear that, every time you listen to Joe Buck now, just know that he says the pass has caught every play. And you'll never get it out of your head now. <laughs> now I ruined Joe Buck for no, all of you I, within the sound of my uh, voice. Pay attention to What that. about Dick Emberg back in the day? I know he's uh, God rest his soul. Yeah, he was great. Dick, Dick Emberg was awesome. He had talent. I love Dick Emberg. Um, all right, time to get to our uh, Friday Five Best. Love to get nominations on this. So we were talking, you know, it was great to be at a, at a home game, a playoff game with a good crowd. So, uh, and I know some... Some other folks around here were able to go down Wednesday night to watch the Jazz. And so it just got us thinking, like, what are some of the best home courts in the NBA? Um, you know, some teams are better than others. Like, Minnesota just never gone to the playoffs, really, at least not in a long time. So they don't really know how to act. It's just, uh, they don't know. Uh, the Lakers, it's more of a be there to be seen than it is to cheer for the team. But some places, passionate, vocal, very active fans. And you can tell it makes a difference for the home team. So, love to get your nominations. What are some of the best home courts in the NBA? 435-339-0321 on our Guild Mortgage text line. Um, And love to get your thoughts on some of the best home courts throughout the NBA. Uh, while that's coming through, by the way, just a, a matter of note, I don't know why it's taken so long, but with the last few days, Utah State men's basketball is finally getting caught up to player social media accounts. And Easy. Well, it just oh, I don't know why it's easy. so long. These players Jeez. announced that they're coming. We, we talked to the assistant coach on the air, and he says they're coming. But now, I mean, just they finally sent the releases oh, like a dude. month later. Don't don't do Kyle like that, man. Kyle, Kyle no, I just don't best. know why it's taking so long. But they finally made it official about Horvath and Adel Rock and now Ryland Jones. And so at least there's a little bit of context. The coach weighs in a little bit. So this is exciting. Yeah, we knew it was going to happen, but now Utah State has made it official. I don't know if it's a financial aid thing they got to get worked out or yeah, what. Maybe but. there's like uh, you know stuff. I know, but it just it, the players announced it a month ago. Yeah, it's because the players like get excited. They're like, hey, you got to get on Twitter. Got to get those likes and those followers. And did, did the players come up with the graphics and everything in themselves in a different Utah State jersey? And they had some help there to do that. Yeah. Yeah. No, they got help. Yeah. yeah. They got a lot of help. I, I just, think that's actually all them. I'm, this is ter- tongue firmly planted in cheek when I'm just poking fun at Utah State. I'm not Why being critical. Why are you making critical. fun of Kyle? Why do you have to go with my boy? I just like thought that? it was funny that. Man. It was a, over a month ago. Kyle Cotton is my boy. Don't go after him. I love him. We like Kyle. Kyle's good. good I love Kyle. No, we don't like him. We love him. 7854. Keith Jackson was the greatest football announcer of all time. Keith was great. Keith Jackson. Oh, man. Keith was great. What was his uh, What was his uh, big call? Um, well, he was, he was always great to do the Rose Bowl. Yeah, the granddaddy grand of, of them all. What was the... Uh, oh, man. What was his like main call? Though? Like, uh, you know, like Mike Breen goes... Bang or whatever, you know. Uh, what was uh? Oh man, I can't. I and, and, dude, uh, Brent Musburger was really good with college football. No, oh, yeah, dude, you are looking live from my dashboard in my 1974 
bored. If you watch any movie or like that uh, a big movie that has anything to do with football, usually they find a way to get Brent Musburger to be the uh, play-by-play voice who helps kind of narrate, move the action along. Like he's almost always the guy who called the game, whatever it was, whatever the whether it was college or or pro. Brent Musburger was usually the guy they they called on in the movies to be the play-by-play guy. Dude, you know who I wish was a like a, like a real life announcer? It's Cotton from Dodgeball. Oh my god, dude, those two together, Gary Oldman and Jason Bateman would have rocked it. I would love to see them call a preseason game. What's uh, what's the other announcer though? I gotta remember it now. Uh, oh, what's his name? It's uh, not not Cotton. What is it? It's uh. I gotta look it up again. By Gary Oldman. Oh, it's uh, or Gary. It's not Gary Cole. I thought it was Gary Oldman. Now it is Gary Cole. Uh, he plays Colton. No way. I don't know where you're going. Cotton. Is. Wait, why does wait? He plays Cotton. Wait, Gary is, Cole and Jason Bateman score. Uh, oh, Bateman's Pepper and Pepper Brooks. That's right, Pepper. I love Pep, dude. Those guys are awesome. Cotton and Pepper. With a shocking win. I'm shocked, Cotton. Oh, man. Let's I see gotta, how that pays out for him. I need to go watch that movie again. It's a fantastic movie. 2787. Kirk Herbstreet is a great announcer. I like Kirk. I like Kirk. Uh, 3426. I would have loved to have seen Hot Rod Hunley announce a football game. Oh, could you imagine? Wow, Hot Rod doing a football game. Uh, Piranhas tweets in. Audrey sounds better now after the break. Sounded like you were underwater for a bit. I don't know what Cody's doing to our mics, I, but he's I, really sucked today, so blame him. Blame Cody. Always blame the intern. Absolutely. All right, uh, so let's go ahead and take a break. and then we, oh, Should we just do our Friday Five Best now? No, we need to call a timeout. Right, on, on the other side, we'll okay. do our Friday Five Best. And you still have time to weigh in, give a, give a nomination. What are some of the best home courts in the NBA? Like, if you're thinking of uh, if you're watching a game in the NBA and you think, man, that it's always tough to win there, what are some of the best home courts? 435-339-0321 on our Guild Mortgage text line. And we'll get into our Friday Five Best coming up on the other side. Wouldn't it be nice to work for a company that puts their employees first and isn't afraid to say thanks for a job well done? An employer who respects you and has no problem rewarding you with a competitive wage and benefits package? You belong with a company like 3rd Gen Machine right here in Logan. 3rd Gen Machine is hiring CNC operators, machinists, and maintenance technicians. Apply on Indeed. Just go to Indeed.com and search 3rd Gen Machine. Trust me, 3rd Gen Machine is where you want to be. Equal opportunity employer. This is The Herd. The winner in this is also... Colin Cowherd. Aaron has 17 fourth quarter wins. Oh, Colin, that's because they don't trail much. Neither does Russell Wilson, and he's got 35% more than Aaron. Joe Flacco has more than Aaron. Andy Dalton has more than Aaron. Aaron is not a foxhole guy. He sours very quickly. This is The Herd. Weekdays from 10 to 1 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan.
This is Mark Thurston with White Pine Funeral Services. The best time to plan is when you have time to plan. Having a prearranged funeral gives peace of mind for everyone involved. White Pine will customize your final wishes to fit your needs, from a traditional burial to cremation to a custom headstone. White Pine also accepts prearranged plans from other mortuaries, and we will absorb any transfer or revocation fees. No penalty to you. Visit whitepinefunerals.com or come and see us for more information. The Aggies, the Jazz, the High Schools, the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Here. They they did more damage than good. (laughs) Just go wild, man. Those were good, weren't they? I thought they were good. Yeah. Dude, they did more damage than good. Like I, my, I, I had to give mine to Cody. I don't know what you did to him, dude. My were... wife's recipe, she only knows how to make it for like a lot of, of these cookies. And so it's usually like an end of year thing. We make a bunch for the teachers for appreciation. And we end up taking some around to different neighbors. We're heading out of town this week. We're going to bring some down with us there. So, I mean, I, I thought, thought I, I tried to steal some to give to you guys. I, I appreciate the thought, but I do. There was something in those things that just I don't know, like, man. I feel different now. Gr- growing up, my mom I'm had, a, had a rule right now. had a rule on sweets, especially cookies, that she would use one third of what it called for every time, like no questions asked. <laughs> it's probably smart, <laughs> dude. I'm seeing three rims right now. Oh, stop. shut up, dude! I'm shut serious. up, I'm That's rims. because you dressed up like a cuddly little bear. Oh. Yeah, well, that's that's not seeing any rims because it has no eyeballs anymore. And you have like a death wish, dude. It has no eyeballs. I'm gonna go jump off of a I lost my forty foot tower in a bear suit that was tighter than a freaking figure skating outfit with a harness. And my Ritz crackers became crumbled. You're making a great uh, marketing uh, campaign here for anybody who might want to try this. Dude, uh, just do everything else adventure. except that ride, man. It just it no. Nah. No good. You're, you're All right, really doing your so game. Friday five best NBA playoffs are <laughs> upon us. Uh, five best NBA home courts. Four three five three three nine zero three two one. If you want to weigh in, um, this could be interesting. Actually, I kind of wonder. I don't know. I wish. I don't know. You you don't think so? What? No, I know it could be interesting. I just I I feel. What? What's I'm, going on? I'm honest in saying, like, I don't feel qualified to really know. Like, you really probably don't really know. I don't. That's okay. It's okay. It's okay not to know. It's okay. It's, I'm, I, it's, I couldn't be like some people on the show and just pretend to know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, well, we're working with Eric about that. He's getting better. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to subtweet Eric, but, you know. Like, uh, that's good. Okay, so. Number right. five. Yeah, number five. Number five on my list the New York Knicks. Wow, that low? That Madison Square me. Garden. Widely regarded as the Mecca. Uh, I get it. I mean, there's a lot of celebrities there. It's a great venue. There's a lot of history there. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's number five on my list. Interesting. Not bad. Number five for me is going to be the Dallas Mavericks, especially playoff time. That Dallas Mavericks crowd, they're smart. They understand basketball. That's what's so great about them is they understand basketball really, really well. And... Uh, I, I know just during the playoffs, like when they played the Heat in the finals, I was one of the best crowds. I mean, and, and like when they went in that final or not, 
just when they went those like playoff runs consistently in oh two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, dude, they were fun. Like those crowds were awesome. And it's sold out every night. Cody? He doesn't have a five. I don't have Let's one. Go, Eric. Eric, what's number <laughs> We're four? Skip. Sorry. Right, we'll, go, we'll go to number four. Give him a chance to participate. And he I, doesn't even try. It's better for me to say, like, I don't know than to pretend like I know. I feel like there's was, some that wisdom should, in that. That should garner oh, a little bit of respect it, from my listeners. Yeah, shut it. All right, number four. Rip City. Portland Trailblazers. The place that uh, a lot of history there. It's a good crowd. Good fan base. Um, a lot of history of success in the playoffs. Um, and I love the the smaller market teams that, that show out to support their... I mean, That's the only game in the entire state. And so um, that Portland fan base, number four on my uh, list. Can, can I ask you, are we talking like historically it's a franchise or like modern day? Oh, I'm thinking more modern day. Okay. All right. Just want to make sure because I thought about one other franchise, but I wasn't sure. Uh, by the way, 9315 Texans, so much turnover with the interns at full court press due to Ajay blaming it all on the interns. Well, it's their fault. 7854, <laughs> Ajay has mini Ritz crackers. How would you know? All right, number four for me, <laughs> the Portland Trailblazers. I actually am a huge fan of the Portland area. I just, like, the, I, I've, I've heard stories that my a good friend of mine used to have season tickets to 92. So he'd go watch, you know, like Clyde Drexler. Cliff Robinson and that 92 squad. And oh, yeah. And they were competing in 93, 94 as well. And he said it was awesome. Like, it's just the crowds were great. That what used to be when it was the Rose Garden, and it still has is still electric even to this day, which is amazing. All right, number three on my list. Now, I may have just cheated a little bit and said modern day, but I do have to go back a little bit on this one. Uh, it's clearly not the same now, but... So but this wasn't that long ago. You just ago. told me modern day. No, but it wasn't I'm that long ago. Moving goalposts. You Jeez. see why I didn't weigh in on this. I, I don't like, know what Cody, I'm Cody, you're a smart guy. Yeah. Smart guy. That's what my wife says. Sacramento Kings. Okay, Chris that was Weber my number era. four, dude. <laughs> you can still use it? No. <laughs> Get your number three. No. <laughs> Go. They had the cowbells. That, that was my no- okay, that was... That was- that was not so like loud. recently. That was 20 years ago, Eric. That was a, okay, Eric. What was her old? It's a modern arena? era. No, what was her old arena name? Good for you, Arco. Arco Re- oh, jeez. There he is. There's the light bulb. Are you serious? <laughs> you disgust me. I'm glad I didn't. All right, on this one. I'm glad I sat out. <laughs> My turn on the bench. Number three. <laughs> Number three. Golden State Warriors. Okay, that's modern, right? That dynasty, like the Warriors chanting Warriors, just gets on your nerves, dude. And it's, I mean, and it, and it is a bunch of people who drive bandwagons into the lots and, and drop them <laughs> off and go hop in. You know, you got 18-year-old boys with their 18-year-old girlfriends who have never seen a game of basketball, but they go in and they're huge Warrior fans. By the way, I did this one time. I went to a Warriors uh, jazz game. They were 24-0, and 0, uh-huh. and the Warriors came to our place in 15 or 16, whatever that was. And uh, I saw this Warriors guy, and he's, he's like, has a jersey with no shirt underneath, and he's like, you know, he looks like he's trying to flex or whatever, you know, he's checking himself out, and he just looked annoying. He just looked like a One Direction dude. I just want to slap him. Punchable face. Oh, dude, yeah, punchable face, More definitely. Punchable body, punchable human. So anyways, I go, I, I, so I'm like, oh, there's his girlfriend. He's pretty cute, and I'm like, watch this. Hey, man, uh, cool to have you here. You, uh, you a Warriors guy? 
Yeah, yeah, I'm a Warriors guy. Oh, cool. How long have you been a Warriors fan? You know, practically my whole life. You know, oh, really? So, like, I mean, 10, 15, 5 years? He's like, no. He's like, you know, 20 or so. And then I was like, really? So, like, in, oh, man, I, that's awesome. Because in 07, that series, when they beat the Mavericks, wasn't that great? He's like, oh, dude, I love that series. And I'm like, yeah. Uh, who was that guard? Uh, who had that dunk on uh, Andre Karolinko? Oh man, I don't remember. You don't you don't remember <laughs> the dunk that the guy had on Andre Karolinko? It's like one of the best dunks ever in Warriors history. No. Oh man, uh, I think it was uh, Baron Davis. Yeah. And then I'm like, hey, who was this uh, sidekick? Uh, oh man, he he had the headband. You know, he was with the Pacers and moved to the Warriors, and uh, you know, you know, had the mouth. What he goes, yeah, I uh, yeah, I remember that one guy. I just don't remember his name. Like, oh, it's Stephen Jackson, right? Yeah, Stephen Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, look, dude, I'm just going to be straight up with you. You're not a Warriors fan. And it kind of sucks to see you in these kind of good seats because you just jumped the wagon because you saw a couple of games. And then he like told me to back off and leave him alone. And I said, just want to check you. <laughs> and I walked away. I was just annoyed. Like, those people annoy me so badly. Anyways, the Warriors, number three. That was a good rant. That was a good story, Grandma. Thank you. Oh, dude. I liked you know it. Hey, I liked yeah, it, RJ. Mr. Hey, we're only doing modern day. I'd like to take the Sacramento Kings in 2000, please. Jeez. I'll take the Sacramento Kings, please. <laughs> so All right, number two. Number two. Man, they, have a great, they have a really great modern day crowd, don't they, Cody? <laughs> oh, yeah. Man, I, even out. I know that one. I, man, I yeah. got, they got cowbells and everything. Shoo. A lot of pride. Sleep, so sleep much train pride. now. Sleep so much train pride. So much pride. All right, number Go two. Go Kings. Go Kings. The Sacramento Kings. There he goes. <laughs> uh, number two on my list, the Utah Jazz. Oh, no way. Now, I know there have been a few little fan incidents lately, but it's a great crowd that gets up high energy, one of the best winning percentages at home, number one home team this year. And it's by and large, it's a great crowd there that supports the team. And great music. The way they get everything staged and get everybody hyped. It's an awesome crowd. Uh, I'm not going to go back 20 years ago. You should. But they did some things back then that were unprecedented. 20 years ago. That others have now since copied. Hey, hot take. 20 years ago, Jazz crowd was better than this crowd. By a long ways. Oh, one? Uh, 20 years ago. Oh, sorry, 97, 98. Late 90s, I would I would agree with you that the Jazz, I would put the Jazz home court as number one. 07, 08, Jazz, like that, like Darren Williams, prime, cared about basketball, cared about his own self. That was a good crowd. Still, the late 90s crowd was better. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That was the best. So that's your number two, huh? But Utah Jazz, number two. That's interesting. What's your number two, AJ? Uh, my number two Utah is going to be Jazz. the L.A. Lakers. Oh. The Lakers, huh? Yeah. Uh, what? How? How? Man, what kind of game, what kind of place has Jack Nicholson, Celine Dion, Justin Timberlake, Snoop Dogg, Keith Urban. Okay, it's great. You just listen to a bunch of celebrities that like to just be there to be seen. But it's a, it's a tough place to win. Tell me it's not a tough place to win. The, and by the way, uh, how many championships have they won at home? Pretty good. But that's man. because of the players, not because of the crowd. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Really? 
So he, that's well, a crowd that no, arrives okay, late, so leaves early, so and they're only there to be seen. So how's that a great home crowd? Really? So the Jazz fans uh, arrive. Well, they live, arrive late, and then they leave early. No, they uh, don't. Yeah, they do. Jazz fans don't show up on time. Yes, they do. No, they don't. And then they, and then they, and then like when they're down twenty or down fit, if they're down twelve in the third quarter, they're checking out and they're leaving. I'm they, glad. That's not true. I'm glad. I'm glad I set out. Yeah, I'm glad I set out. Abs- it is true. That is the worst. I'll take. I'll take the Lakers. The Lakers are like in the bottom, based on the attendance of people who show up, which is really fun. And number two, the fact that the crowd's still really, really good, and I love the way the arena's set up. Like they're close to the floor. Like the fans are close to the floor. Like like almost like the form was really, really fun to watch because the form had everybody on the floor. But yeah. I love Staples Center, LA Lakers. All right, Eric, wow. here we go. You're number one. I'm gonna I'm gonna play the ambiance a little bit here for you. You're number one. Eric. Watch it. In 1996, Seattle SuperSonics was really good. <laughs> it's a franchise that's connected to them. Oh, By number oh, one, the best fan base, best home court, sweet say. sauce, best home court. Oklahoma City Thunder. Now, this is more from, this isn't necessarily this year, but that has been, for the last 10, 15 years, one of the best home courts consistently in the NBA. The way that crowd gets into it, kind of like Portland earlier. I mean, it's the only game in town, more so than Portland or many of these other places that we talked about. It is the only professional team in the entire state. They are passionate fans that really get into it, and that team feeds off of that energy. So I got Oklahoma City as my number one. I got the Boston Celtics as my number one. Dude, that is a classic Boston. I mean, when you want to talk 90s, 1000s, and now, it has matched everything. The intensity, the loudness of the place. Whether it was uh, the Boston Garden or now it's TD Garden, uh, that is an incredible historic place, and the place is intimidating. Like you walk in and you see sixteen banners and you see jerseys in the rafter, like Kevin McHale, Larry Bird, Robert Parrish, Bill Walton, um, Bob Cousy. I, I mean, you got names out there. It's an intimidating place to play. I yeah, Boston number one for sure. Okay, I just got to go figure something out here. You gave me grief for putting New York lo- apparently low at number yeah. five, and you don't even have them in your top five. You don't even have the Madison Square Garden in your top five. Okay, because we're talking about modern-day crowds, right? So you can't do the Knicks because they haven't sold out a game in how many until now. So I wouldn't – I mean, oh, wait, unless unless you want to adjust the field goal post for me really quickly. Yeah, okay, well, in that case, you know what? I'm going to go back to the uh, 2001 season when the Knicks were really good and went to the finals. That was a great crowd. Well, what's your t- statute of limitations on the Lakers? Oh, what do you mean? Outside of this year, for the last several, they've the last been several good. years, they've been – I've had great crowds. 2417 said you named a movie set, not a great crowd. That's a great yeah, that's crowd. That's a good point. No, it is a great crowd. The Knicks were a great crowd 20 years ago, but again, you told me. They still had a great crowd, word, even though the team wasn't Cody very good. Cody has receipts that you said, no, we're looking at modern day. Okay, well, that changed my answers. 
Right? It would just. Even though the Knicks have been with the playoffs in forever, it's still highly regarded as a basketball mecca. Okay, but dude, we're not talking about the building. Because it's a great about, crowd. Okay, we're talking, dude. No, nobody goes. Chris, that Dolan dude keeps booting out people. Like he keeps kicking out everybody. He kicked out Charles Oakley. He kicked out a fan who said he was a sucky uh, owner. He or a president or whatever. He's kicked out so many fans. People don't want to go back. Go, go watch a New York Knicks game from last year and tell me if it was sold out. I mean, back in 98, 97, 96, 95, 2001, yeah, they sold out. You betcha. Allen Houston, John Starks, Patrick Ewing. Yeah, absolutely. Latrell Sprewell, now they don't sell out. And again, you said, and I'm quoting, modern day. Where were the Lakers four years ago? Five years ago. They still had sold out crowds. They weren't. People weren't there to watch the game because they knew it wasn't a playoff team. They were. They, doesn't, they still cheered loud. I still think it was an intimidating place to play. Because of the crowd. Didn't like in the Big East like conference championship when in Madison Square Garden like they wouldn't let Patrick Ewing in without like identification. Yeah, and the like security that. sucks there too. <laughs> I heard they're starting to use facial recognition technology uh-huh. to make sure that Oakley doesn't find a way to sneak in. Like, well, here's the thing: like, <laughs> find some friend like in a ticket Ewing's window. Sitting there, he's like, "Hey, I'm Patrick Ewing. Uh, sir, you need your badge. No, I'm Patrick. I'm Ewing. Patrick Ewing. Uh, I, I, I took you guys to the to the finals, sir. We're gonna need to see a badge of some sort. Um, see my face? This is my ID. This, this is, is my, my ID. Hey, do you have that baseball card still sitting on your desk? Yeah, that's me, genius. <laughs> All right, we got to call another timeout here in the full court press. I want to have a word with you at break. Like, you just took the Kings Four, three, a five, modern-day crowd. Three, three, and I nine, took the Lakers. I'm getting crap. Zero, that. That's three, bull. Two, one. Absolute bull crap. <laughs> on the Guild Morgan's text line, the best home crowds in the NBA. Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat, the Allergy Clinic, the Hearing Aid Center, and now Ascent Aesthetics are in the New Providence location next to the Bank of Utah. Doctors Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette, along with the entire staff, look forward to helping your family. Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat, along with the Allergy Clinic, the Hearing Aid Center, and now Ascent Aesthetics, now in two locations, the Cash Valley Hospital and Providence. Most insurance products, including SelectMed, are accepted. Go to CashValleyENT.com for more details. That's CashValleyENT.com. This, keep it on the down low here, is the Dan Patrick Show. I think that they should do weight division, like boxing, heavyweight, light, heavy. If you had weight divisions, and let's say those over 235 pounds are in the heavyweight division, you'd be hard-pressed to find somebody, probably in the world, faster than DK Metcalf at that at that song. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Bring on summer during the Memorial Day sales event at your Utah Honda dealers. Unlike the competition, your Utah Honda dealers are loaded with new Hondas. And with used cars in high demand, your trade-in has never been worth more than right now. Save with 0% financing on select new Honda models. Honda is the most fuel-efficient automaker in America and most awarded brand of the last decade. The Memorial Day sales event at your Utah Honda dealers. See utahondadealers.com. Talking the sports you care about. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan.
4781 text until Gilmore's Warriors text line. Jazz Warriors, Celtics, Lakers, Sixers, one through five. Sixers is a good one. Hey, uh, that's a good one. That is the, a good one. I don't see the Kings on there or the Knicks. <laughs> Crazy. Sacramento Kings. Come on. Cowbells. Dude, that was 20 years ago. Cowbells. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, Eric, uh, speaking of NBA, let's get to the uh, nitty and gritty of it. Uh, by the way, Hawks up two right now over the Knicks in a really, really pivotal game three in Atlanta yep. tonight. Nets-Celtics, this thing's over, right? I think so. Yeah, me too. I think it's a sweep. Yep, absolutely. I don't think – I don't know that Boston even gets one in this series. Yeah. And one of the surprising series is that uh, the Mavericks up 2 nothing on the Clippers. Okay, so where – this series moves to Dallas. Okay, yeah, and, and now you got Luka Doncic, who's just absolutely sizzling from everywhere. Kristaps Porzingis has been a huge help, especially from the perimeter as a big man. How much trouble is the Clippers in? Do they get a game – uh, out of the next two because we're off on Memorial Day. Deep trouble. Uh, Clippers are actually favored tonight by three, uh, maybe because of uh, they'll have an era of um, desperation with them tonight. Yeah. But, uh, oof, I don't know. Uh, somebody who needs to have a sense of urgency t- on uh, tomorrow night is Utah Jazz. They need to steal this game, this series, back into their favor with winning their first game in Memphis. Send a message, a strong defensive message. Yeah, they'll defense, look, I hey, like that. We we're here to win this series. We're not here to mess around. Jaw's a great player, but this, we are a good defensive team. We're not going to let you score 129 on this every night. Yeah, we're not going to give up 40 something in this in a quarter again. That ain't, I can tell you right now. Quinn Snyder was not happy after that game in his post game. He was there was a lot of things he felt like they just need to correct and get better at. Utah Memphis tomorrow night at 7:30 on ESPN. We're going to get to that in just one moment. Milwaukee Miami Milwaukee up 3-0 and cruising Saturday on TNT at 11:30 a.m. I think they wrap it up. That was another one that people were like, hey, the trendy upset pick in the playoffs were the Miami Heat over the yeah, Milwaukee well, this Bucks. This be one of the better series. It's like, woof, they're toasting them. I'm with you. Denver right now up 2-1 over Portland, and this is a 2 o'clock game on Saturday on TNT. I like it. I like Portland in this one for some reason. Don't get tell me why. I thought Portland would win their game last night. They made it interesting late. They just couldn't figure out how to box out on a free throw. But um, Nikola Jokic is amazing. But – for the, uh, the the Trailblazers to win, they got to find a way to keep Nurkic on the court. Yeah. He's got to stay out of foul trouble. Because when he's on the court, he's effective. But, I mean, it's tough to cover Jokic, and uh, it gets him into foul trouble, and that hurts the team. As of right now, Sixers look uh, like they're sitting pretty. They are a 2 0 series lead right now over Washington. They play tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow night at 5 o'clock on ESPN. Uh, the winner would get the winner of the Knicks Hawks, so you get some nice rest. I like the Sixers in this again. I think the Sixers sweep this series as well. I think they're playing at a different level at, that Washington just can't match. Utah, Memphis, Toronto night, seven thirty, ESPN. Eric, give me a key. Give me a prediction. I think a key is defense. It's hard to say one person, but uh, make John Miranda a jump shooter. Yeah. Keep him out of the lane. Um, slow down his uh, downhill drives. Um, and then I think the Jazz win. I think they get this one. Uh, I think it'll be close because Memphis will have the in their place. But I think the Jazz by four. Uh, I like the Jazz as well. I think it's within single digits. And my key is that Bogey's got to shoot well. Bogey and Clarkson got to shoot really well tomorrow night because you know Moran's going to put it up and put it in often. That's going to do it for today. No show on Monday as we celebrate Memorial Day. Have a really nice and safe weekend. Eric's gone for next week. Not dead, not uh, alive, but not forgotten. He'll be back with us in two weeks. We'll see you on Tuesday.